Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It looks like dental and vision coverage are out of President Biden's Build Back Better framework. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we look back at the evolution of public coverage of dental care. It's Monday, November 1st, and I'm Alex Olkin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. It seems like routine dental coverage for the nation's roughly 38 million traditional Medicare beneficiaries is out of President Biden's $1.8 trillion social spending plan. When the president unveiled his new Build Back Better framework on Thursday, which is a slimmed-down version of his earlier $3.5 trillion plan, dental and vision coverage for Medicare were not included. But hearing made it in. Traditional Medicare hasn't covered services for things in your head, eyes, ears, and the mouth. But vision, hearing, and teeth are all things that weaken as we age. Medicare was first signed into law by President Lyndon B. Johnson in 1965. President Johnson signed the bill making it the law of the land July 30th, 1965, in Independence, Missouri, in the presence of former President Truman. Later, President Johnson helped President Truman sign up for the voluntary part of Medicare. Back then, there was Part A, coverage for hospital care, and Part B, which was voluntary supplemental insurance covering medically necessary outpatient care, like physician services, equipment, and supplies. What was not covered was prescription drugs and hearing, vision, and dental care. The dental-medical divide goes back much further to when dentistry was not recognized as part of medical schools, and dentists established their own schools in 1840. And dentists continued to operate mostly separate from the medical establishment through the 60s when Medicare was passed. There's actually some language in the Social Security Act establishing Medicare that bars Medicare for paying for routine dental care. It says no payment may be made under Part B, quote, in connection with the care, treatment, filling, removal, or replacement of teeth or structures directly supporting teeth, unquote. Many point to the Surgeon General's report in 2000 as one of the more public attempts to bridge the long-standing medical dental divide. The report said that oral health and general health are inseparable, and oral health care should be included in the provision of health care and community programs. 
Medicare does pay for some dental care in complex medical cases when it's part of other care, like reconstructing a jaw after an accident or extractions before chemotherapy or organ transplants. But not the routine stuff, like fillings, root canals, and dentures, all important for people to eat. Dr. Kaz Raffia, a dentist in Oregon who's practiced for 25 years, told me it's so hard to hear older patients say they can't afford important dental care because they have to pay for expensive drugs on fixed incomes. In my office, we ended up having to implement a sliding scale. And it did two things. It took the pressure off the clinicians wanting to do the right thing and also help with the patients. So while it was the right thing to do, quite frankly, some of the voters were like, I just don't want to have these sad, heartbreaking conversations. And you see the impact and I go, no, 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 because I also have to spend my money on, say, prescriptions or groceries or housing or something else. So you have the fixed income feature of their lives that becomes prominent. So the primary challenge, if you will, with those folks is that how much of their out-of-pocket costs are presented. This would have been an opportunity to, to address that, but maybe next round. Rafia recently left private practice and is now the dental director for the Oregon Health Authority, although his comments to me were from his personal viewpoint, not as a representative of the OHA. News broke just before our call that dental coverage did not make it into the final framework of the bill. Here's the true missed opportunity if we had actually implemented something like this to, in, on the go is that the number of Medicare-eligible Americans is going to increase what is about 50% over the next 30 years, something insane. While Rafia is disappointed, big dental lobbies like the American Dental Association actually opposed adding benefits for all seniors. They had proposed limiting coverage to seniors making about $35,000 a year. It's a bad look for us as dentists. It just makes us look greedy, makes us look like we don't want to play, we don't want to do right. Um, and I don't really care for the way that um, ADA framed their argument because it could have been framed better. Rafia said he's heard from many other dentists who were upset with the position organized dentistry took on the bill. There's somewhat of a generational divide in the support for expanding public coverage of dental benefits. It's similar to what's been playing out within the American Medical Association, which last year gave its stamp of approval for a public option coverage expansion and narrowly voted to keep its opposition to single-payer health care in 2019. Here's GIST Healthcare's president and co-founder, Dr. Lisa Belomovich. The debates have really highlighted a huge generational divide between baby boomer physicians and younger docs over the public funding for healthcare. And it's easy to imagine this historically conservative organization reversing its position in coming years as these younger doctors take on leadership roles. The arguments against adding dental care are very similar to what other providers have said in response to Medicare and Medicaid coverage expansions before. Reimbursements will be too low. Rafia says these are very reminiscent of the arguments dentists had with Medicaid expansion of dental benefits. Now, less than half of dentists accept Medicaid. With the Affordable Care Act passed in 2010, pediatric dental care was considered an essential health benefit for kids, and it was covered for individuals under 21. Medicaid expansion for adults in 2014 that allowed nearly 28 million low-income adults to get coverage gave states a lot of latitude to include dental benefits, and now 46 states and D.C. provide some dental benefits, including Oregon. Here's Rafia. Coordinated care model in Oregon and and dental care organizations who've been able to manage costs and actually address some 
uh, social determinants of health that increase utilization and, and really address some root causes. So if anything, it's a shift in risk and challenging folks out there to, yes, work with this model, address the upstream issues. Another way Rafia says policymakers are working to expand affordable dental care is by expanding the scope of mid-level providers. Dental therapists, which are like the physician assistants of dentistry, can fill cavities and even do some extractions. They're gaining more traction. Alaska and Minnesota were the first states to license dental therapists. And at least nine other states, including Oregon, have approved licenses for dental therapists who get three years of training as opposed to dentists who have four. Rafia says... This is a powerful tool to leverage clinical skills of a dental therapist that can be placed in remote areas and areas with low access and HIPS health health provider shortage areas um, and allow a a hub and spoke model of delivery of care where you have a dentist, you have multiple dental therapists, and quite frankly, this is an economical model that actually works well for individual dentists as well. And by law, as we have it right now, it's under consideration by our board of dentistry, 51% 51% of the patients need to be underserved populations. So we are targeting the very population that needs the help. Adding dental coverage to Medicare would be expensive and probably raise beneficiaries Part B premiums, which range by income, but start at $148 a month. One idea floated by Democrats trying to contain the cost of adding the extra benefit was to offer seniors $800 in vouchers for dental care. But the idea didn't get much support. Although dental coverage has not been included in President Biden's framework for the social spending package, some proponents are hopeful they may be able to get some coverage into the final agreement. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.